Hello everyone and welcome to the first ever podcast of Genesis Impact. Genesis Impact is part of a project called Genesis, which is part of a bigger project called E3. It is for Toastmasters in Riyadh. So uh, what is this podcast? So Genesis Impact is a podcast that will go around, let's say, six months. And it's basically about experiences in Toastmasters. Now, for today's episode, you have myself and my guest here for tonight. But uh, in the following episodes, it will be changing. So you have a different perspective on experiences and you have experienced those masters from different varying levels, maybe district directors, area directors, and they're going to come and share their experiences on different topics. For tonight, you have myself. Good evening. My name is Hamdan Afdal. I am a Toastmaster. I'm currently the president of Lanka Toastmasters Club. I've uh, been in Toastmasters for a long time. That's me, and I'll hand over to my guest to introduce himself. Good evening, uh, Hamdan, and good evening, everyone who's watching. Uh, I'm Toastmaster Arif Zahir, and I'm stoked to be on this podcast. Uh, person, I am uh, a Toastmaster for quite a long time. I uh, was a Gavilia 10 Toastmaster. I'm also a Toastmaster in Lanka Toastmasters, just like uh, Toastmaster Hamdan here, and uh, I am a high school graduate, going to start uni pretty soon. So yeah, that was a good mention that you mentioned about Gawa, because that's kind of the next kind of point of this podcast, is our experiences in Toastmasters. So as he already mentioned, both of us started our journeys in the Gawa group. I believe I started my Toastmasters journey in 2015. 12 or 2013 I'm sure it's been a while I started in the Gawa Club Serendip Gawa Club I was there for a good amount of years you know I participated in contests and whatnot I held a few roles there and then when I was 17 18 I joined the Lanka Toastmasters they were just starting up so I joined them and I've, I've been part of their club ever since uh, what about you Toastmasters um actually quite a similar story i've uh, just like he said have been a gavalier i joined when i was in grade eight i believe so that would have been probably around 2014. Uh, i was in the gavel club not for the entirety of uh, that time till now uh, i left after around two three years but i joined back again as a toastmaster after i finished uh, my high school uh, thanks to Tosmas Hamdan and many of my other friends who uh, motivated me to get into this again. Um, so yeah, I've, I've had my own fair share of uh, participating in a few contests and uh, leadership roles in the XCOM. Uh, yeah, that's about it. So yeah, um, now the question I think, I feel like Toastmasters, everyone talks about Toastmasters. Toastmasters changed my life and this and that, which is to an extent true, but I feel like uh, sometimes it is a bit exaggerated. But if I'm being honest, I would like to ask you, like, so what, what are you? What about your experience, Toastmasters? What has that? How has that experience helped you? Mm. <laughs> what? <laughs> What do you mean, help me? Like, what? <laughs> okay, okay, fine, fine, fine. <laughs> okay, let's do that again. Second thing. Uh, yeah, so, Toastmasters is a, something, it's not just about speaking. You know, you learn a lot of things. And it's known, I think it's well known to help people in their life, just whether it be university, school, their jobs. So, has there been an, a point in time where the things you learned from Toastmasters really helped you get something or achieve something? Well, I don't remember a particular moment where I would say, wow, if it weren't for Toastmasters, I wouldn't be able to achieve this. But it's kind of a thing that's been spread out over many aspects of my life, whether it's my personal life, whether it's my school life, whether it's just me 
uh, plucking up the courage to do something that I've never done before. And I think Toastmasters help us in a lot of ways that isn't just leadership and public speaking. Sure, those things are there. And personally, I'm starting to feel those actually affect those areas. I feel like throughout my years of experience, I have become a much better public speaker and help, that has helped me participate in many things that would require, you know, not having stage fear and being and having a good stage presence and a lot of other techniques that you learn Toastmasters. Even leadership roles, I think I've become more confident, I've become more assertive, become more able to take up things and take any initiative in things that I wouldn't have normally. Because I'm, to be honest, quite an introverted person. And that's kind of the point of what Toastmasters is there. It's there to help you come out of your comfort zone and become a better person. Well, other than those things, uh, I would say it has helped me a lot in terms of confidence level. Just being myself and just being confident in what I do and who I speak to. Uh, because Toastmasters create that creates that environment, such a positive learning and encouraging environment that you can't help but feel much, much better. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's... I mean, it's again, in, in my, in my experiences, it's somewhat similar. So to me, I, I, again, I'm also an introvert. I think a lot of us are somehow introvert. So, yeah. And I always had a lot of strong opinions about things. I always voice out my opinions and it's usually I voice out to people I am comfortable talking with. And back in the day, it was a very few people, which is my family. That's it. I, I didn't like to make friends. I didn't want to talk. So it's just me talking to my family, me voicing out strong opinions. And I just get labeled as the philosopher in the house. So yeah, that, that was my title. So then my, my, I think it was my dad who kind of forced me and my siblings into Toastmasters, obviously. I think that's how everyone started Gavalier. Some There was a bit of a force. Definitely. And, yeah, at the time, obviously, resistance. But I think once you get into it, you're, you're, you get into it, you're like, you know what? This ain't that bad. It's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool experience. And to me personally, I've kind of changed it into a way that it's platform for me to voice out strong opinions and kind of problems happening that we need to be aware of. I think Tosmos Arif can uh, attest to this. Whenever I do speeches... That is true. <laughs> yeah, whenever I do speeches, it's very, very big topics, mental health, global warming. Like, these are the... Hot takes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> these are like recurring topics that happen in whenever I do speeches. So, yeah, it's a platform for me to kind of voice out opinion. Uh, it's also... A you also mentioned again about being an introvert, right? So for me personally, because I, so I, I'm not to brag on things, but I feel like my name is pretty known at this point. Like, you know, when you, when you, when you're involved in Toastmasters for so many years, at a certain point, people are like, when they mention the name, okay, they know you. I wouldn't say I'm at like highest level, but like there's a bunch of people that know me. So whenever I express that I'm an introvert, like they're like, no, you're not. I'm pretty sure. Have you experienced <laughs> such a thing? Yeah. Yeah, I have a lot of times. I think because uh, in general, introverts don't always seem to be introverts from the outside. Mm. And uh, I think that is what Toastmaster helps us to come out of that comfort zone. And the fact that they don't believe that you're an introvert, I think that proves something about... Uh, how you overcome maybe social anxiety or the fact that you don't like speaking to people yeah. or you don't like going outside. Um, so that, that would prove something definitely. Yeah. That, that's basically me. I don't go outside. I <laughs> refuse to interact. With I can people. attest to that as well. <laughs> there you go. It's, I, I get, whenever I mention this, like whenever people are saying, so what do you do? I say, I do public speaking. And then, then when I mentioned I'm also an introvert, they're like, how, how? That doesn't make sense. But for me, standing on a stage and speaking to, let's say, I mean, I've gone to, I've done a few contests and the size keeps increasing as you go higher. 
and I've obviously stage fright exists no matter what. Everyone has stage fright. But I am comfortable doing a speech on stage. I have nothing, I, I don't have to worry about anything. I'm fine with that. But the moment you put me in a social situation where I have to make one on one conversations, that is, that's, that's a no deal for me. That's when I start panic, social anxiety through the roof. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think definitely most people would be, I mean, who aren't inward, introverts would definitely see that as a very counterintuitive statement. Like, how yeah. can you speak in front of so many people but not be able to speak to one person face to face? But uh, yeah, that definitely makes sense. It's, I, I think it's partly because when you're on stage, you're the sole person, right? It's, it's not a conversation. It's just you're speaking, people listening. But I think when it's one-on-one, you have to keep the conversation going. You know, you're both involved. Two people and two or three people are involved and you got to keep the conversation going. I think that that's the difficult part. Yeah. Like I've, I've done so many speeches, so many contests, but yet there's, this, this uh, incident happened like recently, actually, maybe a year ago. There was an experience where I met some, we went to another family member's house, meeting them for the first time. I just sat there for the, in silence for the entire time we were there. It was just, my, it was just my brother conversing with him. He was like our age, so you would expect some conversation. I just sat there, it's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. And mm-hmm. <laughs> the worst part is he was also an introvert. So no conversation fell in. So it was just my brother talking to him and I was just like, cool. I'm guessing extremely dry conversations. Yeah. And you're just watching. <laughs> Very dry. Well, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in my very first experience of a Toastmaster meeting, because I actually remember that right now, uh, they called me on, I think in just my, like, I think the third week or the second week, they called me and I wasn't even at Gavalier yet. They called me for a table topic and it was some huge topic with full of words that I didn't understand. Oh. And uh, knowing the table topics master at the time, uh, he purposely did that because he knew me, <laughs> but I just took a word from it that I, that I knew and I started speaking and definitely, as you said, stage fright existed and till now, to be honest, it does still exist. I don't think there's any public speaker who has completely removed stage fright. So anyone out there who's watching and who's constantly thinking like, Oh, I still have stage fright. I probably can't speak. It's totally fine because there's just constantly more people who are better at hiding it. It's not that it's Im- easily removed. But I was shivering and I was actually still speaking. But I was also enjoying speaking at the same time. Just like how you said, I'm the sole person there. And it was just so nice to be able to voice out my opinion and just speak. Because as an introvert, you don't really speak a lot. You don't really, exact, like how you said, you don't really speak and voice out your opinions to people you don't know. Yeah. And that is just such a really nice experience to just be able to speak and for the people to just listen to you for once. And actually, even if they don't agree with it, they listen to you. And that's the, that's the environment that Toastmasters bring, brings. That is so, actually yeah. a very good point. It's, it's usually when you're in a group of friends and you voice out, let's say, a strong opinion that is always, let's say, the rest of the group disagrees with you. You're getting attacked. <laughs> always. Yeah. So, and as an introvert, that, that's, you just start to social anxiety. That's terrifying. That's yes. terrifying. <laughs> Your anxiety starts rising. So I think in Toastmasters, like that environment, like what you said, of you voicing out your opinion, and if majority disagrees, no one's going to lash. They, it's like, all accept. This is your opinion. We're fine with it. That is true. That is, I think, the most really positive part of Toastmasters. Speaking of positive, let's let's go in the opposite direction. Have you had any negative experience in Toastmasters? Hmm. A negative experience? Now, now that I think about it, I can't really think of a one certain scenario that 
is a very horrible experience. But uh, I can think of a few things that I didn't like about Toastmasters when I first came. I think, uh, so one thing was that in my very first Toastmaster experience, it wasn't in a meeting actually. It was a mock contest, a table topics mock contest. And it was an year before I actually joined the Gower Club because my mom forced me. I just came in and I came in the worst time possible because they were having a mock contest and not a meeting. So yeah. I, I mean, I enjoy the experience obviously, but I didn't understand truly what Toastmasters was. And uh, I think the reason I didn't join at the time was because I didn't really follow up and they didn't follow up either. So I think that initial pressure is very important. Like even if they force you in, you, you got to experience it. If someone's forcing you in, they're forcing you for a reason. And uh, I think it's important just to at least give it a try. And it was only until the next year when my friends were actually showing that they enjoyed Toastmasters. And I was like, damn, so not everyone is forced, you know, they enjoy the experience. And that's what led me to try it out. That, yes. Like, so when you're, when you're a guest, I, I personally haven't experienced this because both the clubs I joined, I somehow were already involved in it. So it's like straight away I joined. Okay. But I think I kind of understand. So uh, I'm part of a club that I'm kind of the coach of the club. So what happens is I get kind of uh, messages from people who say they're interested in joining. Right. So I kind of have a conversation. I can, most of these are like brand new to Toastmasters. So I kind of explain them, okay, this is what Toastmasters is, this is how it works. And I can ask them, so can I ask you, can I have the permission to add you to a group? So there would be, we, there's a guest group for that particular club, all the guests are added to them. Now, so when you have a group of that keeps growing, the number keeps rising, and there is no, no one is talking to them individually. You have to speak individually and kind of push a little yeah, they're not gonna they're gonna sort of be like you know what this is not for me lose interest they completely detach themselves so that initial push keep pushing them it might be annoying on their end but like if you push them to at least attend few meetings and the meetings are really good they're gonna get latched on instantly definitely yeah I've definitely seen my own fair share of, even in our own club, of guests who come and they are, they're invested, like they're truly mm. interested in the meeting and they look like they're interested in joining, but because no one follows up, no one really speaks to them, they're just added to the guest group, as you said, uh, they just stop attending, maybe they use work as an excuse and they probably just uh, don't attend. I think that's 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 when I wanted to try out a thing when I would speak to a guest after he comes, you know, in the break time. And I think anyone can do that. It's really simple. You don't have to be some VP membership to do that. Just speak to them and be really nice to them. Ask them and and ask them about themselves and because all a lot of the time these guests are just in a corner. They're not they're not in the circle that they don't know many people. Exactly. Uh, except for maybe the person that introduced them to the club. Yeah. So going out there, and as an introvert, it's hard, but going out there, socializing with them, that itself, yeah. I've seen the effect like actually happen. They genuinely are interested after that, knowing that they actually care about you. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I remember, I think it was maybe like last two, last two years or two years ago. Uh, whenever guests would come, people wouldn't in like I again introvert talking to a completely new person is new person <laughs> is terrifying. So I, I don't do the talking. If they approach me and speak, I would carry out the conversation because there's common interest here that is Toastmasters. So I can keep the conversation going. But if, if I don't approach anyone, so I usually leave up to the other members, but oftentimes I don't see them talking. And then same thing happened, members isn't So I was like, you know what? This is hard, but I'm going to do it. So You're going to have to take the first yeah. step. So I would just like have small. So it's like you have someone, when you speak to them, they okay, they know there's someone I can speak to when I come next time. 
come the next week, you are not a complete stranger. You can speak to that one person, so you are a bit more comfortable. You have anything to ask, you need to clarify anything about those matters. You have this one person you can speak to. So that's really cool. Any other negative experience? It's a wonderful way to start a press podcast. Talking about negative negative experience. experiences. <laughs> Let's get them all out in the first episode. Um, I don't know. It's just that maybe there have been, but because of the positive kind of environment, mm. a lot of these things that generally maybe in a workplace, maybe in school, maybe in university, things would be con- that would could be considered a bad thing or rude or maybe a negative experience as you call it yeah they're just kind of thrown on the carpet not that people positive. ignore them it's just that yeah positive that, overshadows that positives, the... yeah it just overwhelms that yeah so you don't really you you kind of you won't really notice even if something like that does happen yeah, like everyone has had like few negative experiences and usually okay i think when i say negative experiences I'm not referring to Toastmasters as a negative experience. Toastmasters, I'm not saying it's a perfect structure, but as of now, it's it's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just it's always not. It's never the tool. It's the people who use the tool. In my opinion, that that's that's where the negative experiences come. It's but again, these are like minute things that rarely minute happen. Things. It's exactly. always overwhelming positive, and. If you are, okay, as of now, we know, pandemic, we can't go out. And I think for maybe an year now, all meetings have been happening online. Initially, everyone was against the idea of online. It's going to be weird. It's going to be awkward. But yeah, online meetings is, personally, I, I prefer online meetings now. I can... Because you can <laughs> sit at home. <laughs> exactly. I'm at my house. Wow. <laughs> I'm comfortable. I can have a little few snacks on the side. You know, I'm fine. But when once everything's back to normal, when we go back to the physical meetings, if you're a new tourist master, I would definitely recommend attending events. Tourist master is so many events. There is trainings, contests, all of these things. I would definitely recommend attending them because you meet so many new people. When you're when you're a part of a club, your circle is very small, especially when you're just starting. Like that's your circle. But when you go to these events, you are. When you go to these events, right, you're gonna meet someone new with a completely different experience, a completely different aspect. I think. I keep, I'm, again, I keep emphasizing this point. I am an introvert, but I have met so many new people who I, who I genuinely, I'm like, yo, this person is really cool. Their Toastmaster experience is really cool. And yeah, it's really cool. So, and somehow, because you kind of made a connection, when, they, when they're doing projects, they'll kind of be like, you want to be involved. So it's kind of like networking is the word. Networking is the yeah. word, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so... But in a good way, not in a bad intention. Mm, Definitely. And, you see, you might might feel a little overwhelmed with events because you're like, oh my God, these are all uh, all experienced people. I'm the newbie here. But you're always going to find another noob and you're going to connect and be like, oh, new, I'm new. Let's be new (laughs) together. (laughs) All the time, all the time. So yeah, basically, Toastmasters is cool. Toastmasters is cool. That's that's the takeaway from this podcast. <laughs> Toastmasters is cool. That's it. <laughs> that's going to be the title. Toastmasters is cool. Done. We got the title here. <laughs> so yeah, it's and I think if there are new people listening to this, like who have no idea about Toastmasters, right? I would say it's. Within Toastmasters, people know the versatility of Toastmasters, the flexibility. But outside of Toastmasters, people just viewing as this like uh, classes for public speaking. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. I get that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Even I think when we were in school and we were doing Gala Club, 
like everyone would like make fun of it because like ah oh, you're just going classes to public speaking i mean i mean yeah it makes you like that but i mean you could if you oversimplify it you could look at it that way but yeah. it's definitely more than that and you know you're not funny at the same people who laugh at us at school mm-hmm. for attending a public speaking and yeah. they called it all cheesy and lame those same people who somehow get pushed into becoming a guest and attending a meeting all of a sudden now they are all pumped up for toastmasters meetings nothing has ever happened and they just realize like okay this this is definitely not like what i thought it was so it's yeah. it's kind of cool seeing that happen and i've seen that happen a lot of times In times like that you want to look at them like i told you I so <laughs> that is the best feeling yeah I mean it, if I were to sum up university flexibility of first masters it would be this is a good example coming I mean, yeah a podcast <laughs> a podcast who who would who would have thunk it podcast public speaking podcast where's the connection but exa- uh, so we have a kind of a curriculum called pathways so you have levels so once you start you have level 1 level 2 level 3 the level 1 has two projects finish level 1 you want to level 2 it's basically kind of to it eases you into public speaking and gives you guidance it's it's a wonderful curriculum and one of the projects in that is to make your own podcast and do episodes which is really cool and it's something that uh toast must be are recently did one of the project where there's an interview <laughs> and Surprisingly, it was uh, both of us as well. <laughs> yeah, of Yeah, it was both of us doing it. So I was interviewing him and he was being interviewed. So it was just cool because two people are involved, first of all, and I get the experience of interviewing someone. He gets the experience of being interviewed because he's going to become a celebrity. So yeah, I've, I was a rapper in the interview. <laughs> Do we have that recorded? Can we post I... it? <laughs> <laughs> No, let's not post that. <laughs> and it's it kind of gives you this wide range of tools. It's just these are these tools, and you can turn it into whatever you want. There's so many things. There's interviews, podcasts, TV shows, being moderating debates. Debates. Can we talk about debates for a minute? I love debates. Oh, debates. <laughs> I love debates. Definitely yeah. a huge part of Toastmasters this year for me, at least. was the debate <laughs> was the which, debate which again both of us were part of in the We've same team in the same team <laughs> yeah yeah overall like debate was i think we even have i know we thought like debate was such a big deal in first masters but it happens a lot like there is within the club they have debates they have in a division they have debates which is cool really cool Toast masters is very cool. Toast masters is cool. very cool. <laughs> yeah. Actually, one of the uh, projects in the pathways that you mentioned, one of them was online meetings. Basically, learning how to manage online meetings, and this was there way before the pandemic and Corona began a thing. Mm-hmm. So it's not just like oh, it's it's just a new trend. This is the new trend, so let's teach them that. No, it. this was there before that so it kind of shows you the importance of of this and it shows you the diversity of this definitely yeah that is actually very true i, I remember when pathways was rolled out everyone was looking at it said like online meetings online meetings when are we ever going to use that <laughs> at that at the time it was targeted towards uh kind of businesses and companies because oftentimes you do have conferences like but like and then this happened and it was like what do we do and then everyone started kind of going through that and like oh, we can do this we so, can do this and it's kind of cool we, uh, also i think the majority just want to do zoom and zoom has such a good interface it's not an ad for zoom but like not has, sponsored disclaimer <laughs> although yeah. we wouldn't mind if uh, zoom reached out to sponsor <laughs> us hey zoom <laughs> Yeah, sponsor. 
next like episode. It, next episode. <laughs> it has such a good interface for online. You can get host, you can manage, you can create different rooms, which is I think one of the best features that was added recently is creating a breakout room. Yeah, it kind of helps you manage your business. And I think we're going in like jumping from subject to subject. But speaking of online meetings, uh, so before that, a bit of preface. So, uh, so Toastmasters is again a large thing. It's it's a global thing, and it's kind of separated into regions, sort of different countries are part of regions. So under a region, you find uh, districts. Now districts can vary when it can be a whole country or like individual. So you have districts. So currently we are under district 79. And if you break down a district, you would get divisions. So you have many divisions under a district. We are in division eight. And under the division. best division. <laughs> well, competition now. From <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> let's cool it. Let's cool it. Yeah. So under division, you have area. So we are under area two. There are, I believe, four clubs in our area. So the reason I explain that is kind of to explain the contest as well. So contest, you have club contests. So members in the club kind of compete. Do their contest. You have international speech humorous speech, table topics, and evaluation. And then you move on to area, which is two representatives from each club, participate, they battle it out. And then the winner represents the area in the division contest. All the area people uh, battle it out, represent, the winner represents the division of the district, the battle out in district, the winner of district, I have making to make it sound like some uh, Hunger Games or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very intense competition. So yeah, the representative of district battles all the representatives under the region, battle it out. Then the region representatives go international, which is global contest. The reason I explained this because we're also talking about online meetings and to be safe, this year Toastmasters International announced that. All contests, including the big, big contest, which is the international contest, is going to be held online. Now, online contest was a was a time. So, yeah, I think what one of the first uh, few clubs to hold an online meeting was in district. I forgot the name, but it was our neighboring district. I forgot the name. Sorry, uh, the, the number. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, and we also had a online contest. Myself and Tushman participated in the div- division. Division. Yeah. Division. So it was a kind of a hectic transition because I believe a few weeks prior was the area contest, right? So, like we we that. Which was physical. Yes, that was the uh, hectic transition. Area contest was physical. And then Felix said, it's approaching close. Everyone's like, oh no, pandemic. And we were were told that, you know what, we're going to have the division contest as a physical contest. It was going to be small, not a big deal. And then next thing you know, guys, it's cancelled. We're having it online. The disappointment on that day. (laughs) Yes. Oh, was immeasurable. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot. But I think in the end, when we did it, it wasn't that bad. There was a bit of learning curve, but I think once you get used to it, you realize there's a different, there's a different uh, vibe to it. Yeah. Definitely, I'm used to it now, which is why I'm <laughs> on an online podcast. And I can't say I hate it right now. <laughs> and uh, Hamdan, he obviously loves it since he can stay at home. <laughs> Personally, I still prefer um, physical. But uh, I don't hate online anymore. To be honest, they're, they're pretty close now. Yeah, because there is a lot of, there were a lot of uh, kind of, 
criteria and like restrictions when it comes to an online meeting because you can technically, even though like currently the camera is pointing on my face, but so many things can be happening around and no one would know. So when it comes to contests like evaluation and table topics, integrity is a huge integrity because <laughs> in table topics you're everyone's presented the same topic right so if someone hears it another contestant you're done right so he has more time to prepare so it's kind of unfair so you had some restrictions and everyone started building their setup <laughs> camera positioning we were panicking and yeah uh, you already have a mic as you can see <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think everyone, everyone just started buying mics. Everything was out of out of uh, out of stock. Cameras, mics, ring lights, lights. But overall, it was a good experience. And yeah, contest season is coming up. Club contests have already begun. Then area, it's gonna be fun to watch because I'm not taking part this year. <laughs> uh. Well, uh, I am, and I'm Toastmaster Hamdan's mentee, uh, if you don't know, and uh, which means I cannot not participate. I'm forced to participate. Yes. But uh, to be honest, I'm looking forward to it. I think using what we learned last year, last year was the first time, as he said, we had a online contest, a uh, bit of a learning curve again, but I think using what we learned, we can actually apply it and maybe see where we can go from there because definitely online contests will have a different style to it things that you do in physical contests will not apply here and there are things you can do over here that will be more effective and you can never do that in a physical contest that's true so i think the entire landscape of the whole competition would be very interesting to see this year as well i think the moment online contest was announced everyone was like it's a drawback you know we can't do this and that but there are people too focusing on the negatives and then i think all the contests started happening and i believe it was in the international the global contest that the these these are all very experienced toastmaster right they did a wonderful job of incorporating online because right now, this is me, all you can see of me. This is my frame. That's all you guys can see. And they utilize that so well that shows the versatility of an online meeting. Because sure, it has drawbacks like stage movement, which is like, it, as of now, we don't just ignore stage movement. No, it's like, doesn't matter. Yeah. But people, you, there's so many good ways that you can evolve your speech and make it better with the online. It's cool. I think that's where the skill of learning to adapt comes in. Basically, learning how to use the resources given to you rather than the resources you want. Mm. Which, uh, which I think I would like to ask you a question. Uh, a lot of people have this idea of now that online contest is a thing. Okay, I need to buy a mic. I need to buy the best lighting ever. I need to buy a webcam because I need a a 4K screen, I don't know, whatever they want. Um, what do you think of that? Uh, my answer is going to sound weird because I have a pretty good setup. In <laughs> because front of you me. have a mic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, when I did my contest, when I first time I participated, I, I, this was my setup. So I had a tripod, but the tripod was, it was a huge tripod, but it was a tripod for a camera not for a phone because okay. I used my phone for my meetings. So I had, I literally took a small phone camera. It, it looked something, something like this. This is for a phone tripod. It's, it's a small one. I taped it to the camera tripod. I put it on my phone. That's engineering right there. <laughs> and then I, I got a huge tube light from somewhere and just put it behind. That, that was it. And I just I just draped a piece of cloth over my uh, wardrobe, my Almera. So yeah, and I just that, that was that was it. That was my setup. Now, 
the reason I have this mic is not for just mass. It's completely different. I have a lightning camera. It's not for just mass. But yeah. I don't. To, so basically, to answer your question, um, you don't need the, like the top quality stuff, but like if you have good lighting, good audio, good, ca- good video, you're good. That's all you need. The you basic things. The basic. Basically. Enough so that your technical side doesn't distract anything. That you can actually enjoy the speaker, what he's yeah. saying, and listen to him. Exactly. I mean, I think most laptop cameras work fine, completely fine. Yeah, maybe just turn on all lighting so you have good lighting on all of you. And I think, I think the problem most people face is when it comes to audio. All right, because laptop mics depending on how close you are sounds good. if you are because in contest you need to have parameters like you need to be this this way away from the camera so yeah it kind of sounds weird but usually just people put on some headsets and you're good so yeah to answer your question i don't think you talk. i mean don't think so. it's not going to give you points in the end of the day as yeah. long as you're clear, visible, and you, people can hear you well, I think you're good. I mean, I mean yeah, I remember in my contest, uh, I, I was using an iPad. Um, and I actually didn't have a tripod that could hold an iPad, obviously. So I had to have a table and I stacked books to help it <laughs> yeah, come to the right height. And for lighting, I just turned on all the lights and found the best place where it, like lighting. that will yeah that, that was like least amount of shadows which is a lot of uh, which is a common advice a lot of people give you don't need to buy a dedicated lighting setup if you can just use the ones around your home and just find a good spot and uh, that was it but, i mean from their perspective all they could see was a blank wall with some uh, wooden planks on the side which was for aesthetic purposes. <laughs> <laughs> like I tried to make it like that at least. But like as you said, no one can see what's behind you. So that leaves all creativity to you. You can just do what you want. You can tape it like how this was Hamdan did. I think it, it's less of a matter of buying equipment. It's more of just using what you have and don't really buy or spend money on anything unless you think you think you really, really need it. Like, okay, without this, I'm I'm seriously being set back or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, look, a simpler way to put it is if you have if you get like what a razor mic or a top quality camera, it doesn't mean you're gonna get points. Someone might have the same quality as you, but just by having something cheap or just affordable to be honest, just a Logitech or something like that. Definitely. Look at that point. I think an analogy would be like saying a really, really expensive um, stage in a hall would make you a better speaker. Not really. It's just the setup. It's just the stage. At the end of the day, it's kind of up to you, the way you speak. And especially if you speak from your heart, I think that really connects to the audience. As much as cheesy as that sounds. <laughs> we the audience can really say if, if you're really sincere or not so i think that is the main thing people have to uh focus on yeah your speech your content yeah because i mean they you're not being judged your background's not being judged your it's speech. you and your speech yeah. well not you your speech. your speech that is one thing you should not judge the person imagine the person which is uh, what we do not do in Toastmasters. We never judge anyone. Mm-hmm. Feel free to be yourself. Everyone accepts who you for you. Yeah, who you are. And uh, the yeah, person that is a uh, Toastmaster crime. Federal exactly. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, especially when you're a judge, make sure. Sometimes, feel like instances when a judge who's not very experienced they look at the person they're like i don't like this person <laughs> let me give low <laughs> points 
not cool that is not okay not cool in toastmasters because toastmasters is very cool toastmasters is very <laughs> cool exactly i was waiting for you to say <laughs> uh yeah so uh there's one more thing you started about i think that could be our ending note or ending topic was about mentor mentor ah yes so <laughs> usually when you join toastmasters you are assigned a toastmaster who has a bit of experience to kind of guide you is your mentor you are his mentee but now people have started using protege protege with fancy and i like it sophisticated <laughs> sophisticated <laughs> so yeah you're going to be his his or her protege which is cool because like especially i don't think i personally when i joined the go club definitely didn't utilize my mentor i completely <laughs> we was it was kind of hard obviously but i still managed to do it but especially when it comes to speeches i definitely think when you get a speech and you're like you have no clue because you're presented with i mean good stuff like good uh guidance through to tmi but i think it's it's usually so much easier when someone explains it to you or kind of guides you through so i think definitely reach out to your mentor very important and once you said uh when you reach a stage like myself and just arif <laughs> You don't have one mentor anymore. <laughs> you have several mentors. It's a whole gang of them just mentoring yeah. you all at yeah. the same time. <laughs> yeah, contest uh, mentoring sessions looks like uh the American Idol or America's Got Talent. You're on stage <laughs> and you have a panel of judges. Yeah, they just like buzz you and all that. That was not cool. That was not cool. <laughs> as much as harsh it, it may seem i think being over there since you know them as they are your mentors and they definitely mean the best for you it isn't as harsh like i don't think i've ever taken anything personally that some a mentor has told me in a negative way it's it's all it's all cool to us is cool it runs there to help you learn help yeah. you help support you and not just the mentors actually just everyone in general but mentors are there to help you help guide you and uh like to swasandan said they give you the resources you need from to swasters but asking a mentor is way easier because you start like from where he is you gain that knowledge so it's a faster way to learn <laughs> you said you haven't had a negative experience neither have i but like at some there was a point where it was just like me standing and it was like few people like five six people there and it just overwhelming like each person says that was not cool the way you said that was not that was not just, cool you need more enthusiasm <laughs> no that is the one comment that i get over and over again over and over again i can't i can't, I can't get energy it's hard to get energy so I was just like so yeah, yeah that's me that's me mumbling and very low tone but like commenting you need enthusiasm get the enthusiasm <laughs> I try it's it's still my problem yeah we have been very long time i did not expect this to go this long how long has it been <laughs> uh i think it's been almost an hour to start So I think okay. it's it's a good spot to end it for a first episode. Time passes fa- fast when you're enjoying yourself. And which is why Toastmasters is cool. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So please gentlemen if you come up to us or message us and say Toastmasters is cool, we know you watch the podcast. That's how you that's how you know you're a true fan, you know. That that's our tagline. Yeah. True. <laughs> so that's when you know we you really actually listen to the episode so ladies and gentlemen this has been the first episode of the podcast genesis impact please make sure to i don't know share it trade around like it and subscribe yes and please be also be open to uh being part of the genesis project also the ep project I would say it's a revolution. Is how I could it's say. It's a revolution. It's a revolution. It's definitely fun and I believe if you're just must even if you're not 
definitely you can be part of it because we are looking to expand, get more people involved. So if you want to be a part, you can. Next episode is going to be a different topic. This episode was uh, very general about Toastmasters, but introductory. Uh, yes, an introduction. Uh, as we move on, we're going to have very specific topics. I believe next episode, what is the next episode? Uh, would be about contests. Oh, okay. Jumping right into it. We did kind of give a brief uh, about contests, a brief. So I think that's a good thing we did because it kind of kind of have a knowledge before you jump Leading in. towards the next episode. Yeah. And it's contest season. Yes. The most relevant time it's for perfect. this episode. So yeah, you might see my face and his face again. <laughs> or maybe this is a podcast without faces. I don't know. Ooh, switch it up. <laughs> so again, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Uh, please make a share it around and we will see you in the next episode. Goodbye. Toastmasters is cool. Toastmasters is cool. Thank you.